Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. This one has to be a bit truncated. I have to go out to camp. I bet you don't care about that, Tony, because you have to go have a baby. You excited? What well, I'll tell you what's going to be weird is that the Deshaun Watson news is going to come down in the time that I will not be on the radio. So it's oh, like yeah. all that lead up. In? I'm sure I will. All that lead up to this. And I don't even get the payoff. Like if we now were gonna talk about baby. It, we could talk about it every day and be like, why did I waste so much time in my career debating this penalty and I'm not even on the air yeah. when it actually happens? Um well that sucks to be you. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it'll be better I off. Don't I mean know. what will the reaction be like? A couple of things. I think you'll you'll have a different feeling about it than everyone else at the station. So like when LeBron left the second time, I was on vacation that week. It wasn't a big deal to me. Because I was gone. Because you weren't living it minute by minute? Mm -hmm. I didn't sit here and fret over every single second of it. I wasn't booking the show that week. I didn't care. I was on that night he left. I was on CBS. I don't remember anything about when he left the second time. I'm from Cleveland, and I'm a little bit ambivalent towards it. I won a championship. And there were people like, aren't you mad? And I'm like, no, we won a championship. I I was the same way. Then there were Cleveland people going, Ken, you're wrong. You're misrepresenting us. I'm like, I'm only representing myself. As a person from Cleveland, I, this was a business transaction, which is not necessarily true. You didn't say true. you were a person from Canton? No. I <laughs> See, that's why you got to listen to the show, not just the podcast. Mm-hmm. I said, in my own view, it was, it, I said it was a business transaction back then. And now I think we found out years later it's not really that simple. But I said I got my championship out of it, and I wish them well. Go ahead. You know, of all the things that have happened, like, I... I got to say, anybody who loses their mind about LeBron leaving the second time, first time, okay. They didn't like LeBron. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in a vacuum can look at him leaving the second time and lose your mind over that. You just can't. I mean, you can't. I just think they didn't Once a like guy him. wins a title, I know it sucks. It sucks that he left um, in that situation, although I remind everybody, you would not have Darius Garland and Evan Mobley today you would physically not have them. In fact, the, they couldn't build anymore around LeBron just like the Lakers, the Lakers can't, and we'd be in trouble. Yeah, it's a, be in big trouble. It is exactly right. You yeah. would have made a big swing for somebody like an Anthony Davis, and you'd be at the whims of an injury or something like that. 
But you're right. Yeah, you'd still be relevant all those because the Lakers somehow are still relevant. It's because of the Lakers and they have LeBron. They still are national television. That NBA schedule is coming out. I think later today you'll know all all the appearances. Hopefully the Cavs get a bunch of them. Do we have to have the Lakers and Knicks play on Christmas? No, no, you shouldn't Jeez, have to. Like I saw, I was I was at the place I. I'm by the way. Now that you're not going to join in there, I'm just going to call it the place I go to that I can't tell anybody. Mm. Thank you very much. You've put me back in the shadows. Oh, very. And good. I was looking at the TV while playing music. Which, by the way, I got. I'm not going to rip these guys because technically they're an, they're a station podcast now. They're distributed on our platform. I got to tell you off air, the worst effing podcast to listen to while you're trying to work out. I mean, it was a snoo. I got halfway through. I was like, I was exhausted. I went, oh my God, it's because of the podcast I'm listening yeah. to. Like I'm out of gas because of the podcast. That happens. It zapped me in my energy. So I, then I started, I put on the pushing mix and natural born killers came on and all of a sudden I I was able to get the strength. New for the, Jack on that workout. Huh? I was I was able to get the second strength. Then it finish off the workout. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it, but it was like the Sixers and Knicks are playing on Christmas Day, and it was on the bottom scroll on ESPN. I'm like, I know, boy, what a treat! Sixers, Knicks. I'm like, I don't give a bleep. Yeah, I mean, now the Sixers oh, have God. a chance to be. They have a chance to be the number one seed in the Eastern yeah, Conference. Yeah, but but they're playing yeah. the Knicks. I'm not interested in yeah. that game. I want to watch a good game during the during Christmas. Not that if I'm just I'm not going to watch the Knicks just get hammered by the Sixers. And I well, and won't there, said I, if I died and came back, I could see myself as a Knicks fan. But won't there be NBA uh, NFL? Won't be, isn't there NFL again? And that's what I will do. I will watch the NFL. Yeah, that's 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 the whole thing about it is the NFL. Maybe they don't care, so they're going to oh, Yeah, why, why would the NFL care? Um, NBA. NFL? NBA. So, how do, why are we talking about this, though? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, LeBron. LeBron leaving second time. Just wasn't a big deal to me because if you're making a, 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 a real good faith argument, how can I – the guy that's single-handedly – and I know, you have to have help to win a title, but if LeBron's not born here – if it's LeBron's not LeBron, we would have never won an NBA title. We just wouldn't have. Until yeah, <laughs> t- t- the end of humanity, we just wouldn't have. Uh, and and he did, so I can't get mad at the guy. I can't get mad at that. I get mad at him for other reasons, and I have plenty of times. But Politically, you hate his politics. Oh, me and him, we go toe-to-toe. But of all the things that have happened that I'm supposed to be upset in Cleveland sports... You know, Art Modell moving the team, LeBron leaving the first time. Okay, those are things. LeBron leaving the second time doesn't even belong in the discussion. Yeah, I wasn't that upset. A little bit of house cleaning, by the way. Uh, Finished that other pod. Speaking of podcasts, finished the podcast about Youngstown. It was good. It was good stuff. You you didn't care then, you don't care now, do you? Well, I want to know if after your – because you gave an impassioned plea that I should pay the money to listen to the podcast. No, I didn't give an impassioned plea that you should pay the money. I, I basically made an impassioned plea with myself because I finished the first three episodes and then they were basically like, give us money. And I'm like, but since it was about Youngstown, I decided I would. And I did. And you know what? I'm glad I paid the five bucks because it was really, really good. They talked about the mob in Youngstown, of course. Could they turn it into a movie? A documentary? Y- yeah, oh, yes. They could. There was already, technically, there already is. There's a documentary called Youngstown okay. Still Standing. And they kind of go over some of the same stuff. But you, I think you could turn it into a lot. You could turn it into, in the words of the rewatchables, you could turn it into a ten-piece Netflix mm-hmm. series. I uh, could do a lot of things with it. I, uh, I thought that Mark Smerling, the director, did a good job of mixing in Jim Traficant, 
and then mix trestle. again the mo- no there oh. was never a mention okay. of trestle there was <laughs> never a mention a young of trestle then you know what it just lost all credibility kenny um, oh we should do that no there you go uh it, it made me think a lot of interesting things about trafficant because when i was a kid trafficant was not our representative our refer- our, our rep was ralph regula if i'm not mistaken in stark county and so we would see Jim Trafficking on TV, and I'm pretty positive my dad was entertained by him. I'd have to ask him. Everybody um, was entertained by Jim Trafficking. But I think my dad just thought he was an entertainer. And my oh, dad, yeah, yeah. I don't know if my dad would have voted for him. I, that's my question. I don't know if did my dad would have Did he run for president? For yeah. Like a few it times? It was like a brief thing, yeah, yeah. but he did. But I, I, I just don't know if my dad would have actually voted for Jim Trafficking. I think my dad just thought he was funny and entertaining. Could Jim Trafficking today actually gain traction in a way that he couldn't have back then. You were not considered presidential. You weren't considered stately. There was a guy um, as a presidential candidate. Right, I'm not like, sure. Like, maybe, like, maybe. Because Donald Trump had but no ch- he had no chance I mean, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. To, uh, you know, 2016, he had a chance, yeah, and he some, won. Some people aren't going to like hearing this. But, again, I've, we, I, th- I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before. Donald Trump was a huge, huge, huge star before any of this yes. happened. Yes. And you could say, well, he bought the back pages, what it doesn't matter. He was a well known guy. He was unbelievable. And he was his own marketing firm. He was Gary V before Gary V. Like he knew <laughs> yes. he knew how to get attention and he even found a way for bad attention to be good attention. It's hard for me when no to, one else could figure that out. I like to leave personal politics out of things. I know we make gags. Mm-hmm. And we all like to put people, whatever we think politically, we like to put people in their own boxes because we want them to agree with us politically. Um, but my parents would never have voted for Donald Trump. I can say that right now. And they didn't in 2016, mm-hmm. and then they didn't again in 2020. Um, but my mom, my mom was captivated by him. And one time, my mom would go to, I don't know why, but Hills was better than Kmart to her. Oh yeah, and it was for us thing, too. Like, she wouldn't go to Kmart. We went to Hills, and then and Gold Circle, and then Mom saw a thing on. It might have been Entertainment Tonight, where this was when I was a kid, and and Donald Trump was with his, it would have been his first wife Ivanka, who just passed, mm-hmm. and I remember they had these towels, and they were like the Trump towels, and they were available at Kmart, and my mom. God rest her soul, says if they're good enough for Donald Trump, they are got to be good enough for us. Mm-hmm. And so that that permeates there. That's why some of the stuff that's there, it's not surprising why people followed him the way they did. Now, we can discuss till the cows come home about everything else. Sure. And I really don't want to. But there there is – and that's why I think that he's been so successful. But everybody who's tried to replicate him – It's, it's impossible. Have, have not been able to do that. They just have not been able to. There's been guys that he has supported – that have failed because they're just not him. And it works for him. It just doesn't work for the, the others. Bad facsimiles. Yes. And they you could never in a lab come up with a Donald Trump. You could never come up with that where no matter what he does, yes. he's always interesting. He always have been interesting. I mean, yes. Ne- when's the last time? Now, I'm not a historian. Never on, been bored by pre- him. But like that we had a president win and then have rallies Basically yeah. every week afterwards, just to reaffirm, like if I, cause I, I told you regardless of, you know, what side you are on, on Biden's politics and some of the things that have passed legislatively, obviously Democrats are for it, Republicans are against it. But I said, if you're truly proud of everything you did, 
could you imagine Biden pulling a page out of Trump and going up there and saying, look at what I just did. Look at what I just did every day. Now, that wouldn't be his style. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, he'd probably fall flat on his face doing it because he's not Trump. Only Trump could do that. But it is amazing that Biden's passed this legislation and, I think that- and he's not promoting it. And He's think, not out there talking about yeah. how great it is that he did it. I, frankly, I think deep down he knows that too. And I, I, I think mm. that that's got to be, you know, something that's powerful to him that he knows he's the only one who can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the only one like it, there's, there's people go, oh, I'm a Trump Republican. And it's like, yeah, you say you're a Trump Republican, but you're not him. And so people don't vote for you like they would vote for him. Mm-hmm. And I find it very interesting, but I, I, I heard when I heard the speeches by Jim Trafficken, He's saying a lot of the same things. Populist messages that and resonate, that it, that are a little, yeah. a, a little. Um, they are they are a little. When we talk about like varnished. Yeah, you know what I mean. He is in a way that you you just weren't used to hearing people, and yet he could command a room and, with the way he talked. Yes, and what I got so frustrated, and now we, you know what, we are going to talk politics here for a second. What I got so frustrated with with the Democratic Party is the change in how regular people, the party that's supposed to be when Mm -hmm. I grew up and when you grew up was for the working class. Mm -hmm. You know, when I grew up, the movie PCU, the Young Republicans and and Kevin Bacon and and, and Animal House Mm -hmm. and – was Kevin Bacon? Wait a minute. Yeah. 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 Thank you. God, for a second I had a brain fart. The – the beatings will continue until mm-hmm. morale improves. The thank you, sir, may I have in others. Like that type of thing. The the David Spade and PCU, like that type of thing. That was Reagan. Like it was the elite, the skull and bones with Bush. Like Republicans were supposed to be the elite and the Democrat was supposed to be for the working class. Now, people are going to disagree just listening to this in 2022. Yeah. But what I had a problem with, and save, I'm not endorsing anybody here. Tim Ryan understood this and warned the Democratic Party about that because he's in the middle of that that, that area. He understands it, like kind of like goes, Sherrod Brown. I mean, he understands there, it. Yeah, and I've heard this from him. Is he sitting there calling up the Repu- the Democratic headquarters, going, "You guys are losing here," and they just didn't believe him. And you go, you go to Youngstown, and you would see you go up and down Route Forty Six, and there were signs because he was saying there was a person who was a person in high places fighting. You felt that they're fighting for you. And in the Midwest, in in Youngstown, and in Canton, and in Akron, and in Dayton, and in Fort Wayne, Indiana, mm-hmm. and in Flint, Michigan, and in a lot of different places, he's going to these places. And he's telling people, and everybody makes political promises that they can't fulfill. This is not the criticism. The criticism is, why weren't they doing Mm. those things if they were so upset about, because I think that they got, frankly, I think the Democratic Party got lazy, and they took those votes for granted. And they did, absolutely they did. And his message, we're talking about getting back to Trump, his message penetrated in a way that the Democrats came off as, I'm sorry, Hillary, phony, came off phony. Yes. Every time she spoke. I don't feel no him, ways tired. Like, and, like what and, are you and doing? I'm not, and I'm not saying maybe she wasn't phony, but it felt 
it phony. Felt, it's a sick- it felt Bill Clinton did not feel phony originally. Yep. That was his that was his message, you know, why he was such an effective political leader is that people that got in a room with Bill Clinton were like amazed. They're like, he's probably full of you know what? Remember but names. holy cow, he connects. Remembered names, had no problem hugging, had no mm. problem shaking hands. You go back to the doc I remember there was a, a docu-series, I'm gonna say CNN and some people are gonna get upset. <laughs> but there was the docu Jeez. docu-series about the 92 election and Clinton versus Bush and how it was just the little things. He'd get up out of the chair during the town hall mm-hmm. and go talk to people while George Bush sat in his chair. That and town I, hall, I'll never I, forget I, the town I, I hall. Did. He did that, and that, that pioneered the way that these yes that these politicians deal with. And, and you go back to trafficking, and here you got a guy who is in who has the same views, the pessimistic or cautious views of the u.s government mm-hmm. the way that a lot of people in the midwest actually do feel we are very cautious of the u.s government we very we very much are you know that and i know that and here's a guy who's in washington and yes he was guilty of a lot of the same things that other congressmen are guilty of that you never heard about mm-hmm. and that's how they rationalize that man that's that's how i would rationalize it because right. i know it to yeah. be true i know that to be true yeah he's corrupt but he's our corrupt yeah he's gonna do and stuff for us he's it, gonna bring stuff to us and you'd look at it and i would say the same thing i go yeah did you did jimmy get a little bit of uh, listening to the podcast did jimmy get a free deck did jimmy get a free pool did jimmy get a free uh a driveway yeah, yeah but you know what we got the baseball stadium yeah we got the federal bill the federal courthouse this is huge yeah. we got all this money for ODOT to improve our roads to improve our in- infrastructure so he's making a difference yeah, so, in their yeah, lives yeah Jimmy got the wet his beak but it's no different from what of the other it's no different from what your congressman did <laughs> we just don't talk about your congressman cuz your congressman doesn't use his minute that's free in congress to go out there and do the shouting and do the and, and, and do all the things because your congressman doesn't care as much as our guy and so for a guy like Jim Trafficking, it was a friend in high places. And yeah, you could get on the phone and get to Jim Trafficking. It might take you 30 minutes, but you could get Jim Trafficking on the phone if you lived in Canfield, Ohio. I knew that well before mm. any documentary, well before any podcast. Mm. Boy, that's and, a lost art, huh? Yeah, and, and there is a there is something where somebody you feel you have a friend whose voice you hear. Leave all the other elements out of it. Leave all the other elements out of it. If if it comes down to anything, it usually comes down to jobs. It comes down to your own personal welfare. And when you feel you have somebody who's in your corner advocating for you, it's extremely difficult or impossible even to shake that. And that's what Jim Trafficking had. And and frankly, it's the same messaging that we've heard mm. from Donald Trump in 2016. And I was, I was always impressed that... Uh, Trump and the Republicans in that time were able to get people that border Lake Erie, okay, people that live in Northeast Ohio, yeah. to get them to care about illegal aliens. Yeah. I I was always blown away. I was like, why do you guys care? They are so many states away. But but people here, it became and, it became uh, a referendum yep. on what was happening at the border. I was like, you know what? Uh, they will always try to look and figure out politics uh, on, on who can who can get their messaging out there and have it permeate, uh, they'll never be able to replicate what Trump was able to do in that way. And a guy like Trump who dresses like that, who has gold toilets in New York City, uh, has ceilings that look like... like, But it it seems to be... Tone, it seems to be crazy, but it's crazy smart. Do my suits fit me perfectly? 
Are my suits professionally tailored? No. I think we get our suits from the same place, Kenny. I hope that I they are. Th- I don't think that they're tailored. Like, like he could afford the best tailor. Yeah, yeah. They, oh. He doesn't. I mean, people have said, like, he doesn't wear a suit that fits. You're right. A tie that yeah, fits. They made, the, they made the Rosie, the, the robot jokes mm-hmm. and things like that with how his, how his stance is. No one's given him posture. A lot of us are going, hey man, if I won the if I won the Mega Millions, I'd have a gold toilet, like that type of yes. stuff. So it's yes. it's more like a a, a a reachable thing. And again, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, I, I'll go I'll go back to the 2016 debates when he is running in the primary, and he's up there and he's got all these politicians. And I thought I was like, well, we this is theater. I got to see this guy just get hammered by these extremely uh-huh. intelligent. Well seasoned. Yeah, they're going to out debate him. They're going to get him on policy. And he doesn't know all these countries. All uh, geopolitical. Us, yes. They're going to they're going to crush him. All of us remember the bluster, and <laughs> we all talk about how well, we we say he's full of bluster and there's mm. bullying going on. And somebody brought up, I want to say it might have been Cruz, who brought up how he's bankrupted four businesses. Mm-hmm. And they went to Donald Trump. He goes, "All I did was take advantage of the loopholes that you all drew up." <laughs> I'm a businessman, and I did that. And I'm going, holy crap, what a great answer. What a amazing, great answer. Amazing, amazing. So, I mean, trying to trying to not get into mm. everything that's going on today, seeing the Youngstown, when you have somebody who actually is going to fight for you, when Youngstown has fought so hard, when somebody says they're going to fight for you, it's it becomes easier to understand why they'd win. I did. I got an email from a person in Canfield. I'm not going to say his name. I got an email from a person in Canfield after that episode, and I actually responded to him this morning because I, I was. It just mm-hmm. got stuck in my. If I get so many things from the Guardians every day during the baseball season, like stats and all that stuff, you do too. That regular listener emails yeah. just boom, brr, right down the thing, and then all of a sudden it's been three days or a week, and you you don't realize you you missed it. Um, Unless you put in the headline, we'll pay you lots of money to show up. Yeah, that's th- that, uh, that goes to the top. That at least I'll read. But um, I, it was I, I said to him, I, I said, what I've always admired about Youngstown, and I'm glad I'm getting to see it from Canton now, is I for a long time was afraid that Canton was giving up. And it was just like, well, we have the Hall of Fame parade, and we have the one weekend, and that's it. And now they, you know, they got the first Friday, and they're building downtown, and they're they're obviously doing the thing with the Hall of Fame Village. Like, there's no, I do not want them to run away from their identity as the Hall of Fame city. That's yes. that's their key. That's not what I'm saying. But Youngstown fought and continues to fight and continues to try to climb out of Black Monday 1977 and continues to try to do other things. And not all of it's successful. And I, we've all seen, I mean, gosh, you've had two different companies now in the Lordstown plant since mm-hmm. GM left. Yeah. But they continue to try. And that's what I always will give Youngstown credit for is there are people there. They are Youngstown to a, to a, almost a fault. And they continue to try to better the region. And that's and it's, it is. It's why I'm proud that Axel does have Youngstown blood. My sons have Youngstown mm-hmm. blood in them because of their mother. And that's why I always think it's kind of cool. It's like, all right, I went to Akron. Liz went to Youngstown. She's from Youngstown. I'm from Canton. My boys were born in Cleveland. I live in Cleveland. So it's a big Northeast Ohio thing. So that's it's a it was a good podcast, and I was uh, I was glad I listened to it. I was glad I heard all of it. There was a couple of crossovers there with the Cleveland stuff, like I'd heard of um, um, oh, Phil Christopher and and bank heists in uh. In, in California, taking Richard Nixon's ill-gotten, ill-gotten mm-hmm. gains and, and that type of stuff because there's a couple of 
you know, connections with Cleveland and things like that. But that was pretty good. I had another question for you, and I don't know if we're going to have a, a ton of time because I know we got to go. I had a conversation with a buddy of mine who's a high, uh, well, actually, you know him too. He's a high school football coach. Uh, yeah. And uh, so we had our first flag football game <laughs> Sunday. We're brought to you by Extend. We had our first flag football game on Sunday. And Axel did a good job. He's getting better. I'm a little nervous, though, because a couple of the kids who are really good, like, I, I'm, I'm okay to Axel's my son, and I have to remember that I'm not a great athlete. His grandfather was not a great athlete. That means the Wilsons are not great athletes. My, my mm. wife's family, he's not. I don't – he's – Everybody surprises somebody, but he's not destined. I don't think he's destined for. Is your wife related to Nick? No. Oh. Um, That'd have been interesting. That would be interesting. That to just find that out today. That would be incredible if I've been yeah. holding that back the whole time. Show. They're brother and sister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's he's trying, and I want him to try. But I know how not good I was, and <laughs> I don't want to be crazy. Forget well, the... that that makes the brother-in-law leaving Even... vacation story <laughs> so wonderful. much. Better. Yeah. So Forget about the Collinsworth family and the nepotism. Yeah, it's about that's the point. Wilsons. So Axel, Axel is getting more aggressive, but he's also seven. Because they were playing flag football, and Perry mm-hmm. kids are usually bulkier f- uh, farm-fed children. <laughs> and he was getting stoned out the first couple of plays. And I, go, I know this is just flag football. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because he never dealt with a pass rush. It, this is this league's a little different from the league we're in last year. What positions he playing? He's on the he's on the quote offensive line and flag, which is BS. The blockers. Yeah, he's a blocker and flag. But that can't and then be on fun. Defense on defense, I have him playing corner, which he got a tackle yesterday, or he got a uh, flag on. Uh, got to get the pools on man. Sunday. Yeah. yeah, he got a pool on Sunday. So I'm a little bit nervous because his neighbor, our neighbor. Their son. He's a much better athlete, but he's also a lot more reticent on physical contact. And it got me thinking after the game on Sunday, they're supposed to play tackle football next week. Owen is on his haunches. He's ready. Oh, I was out during Trump talk, but I am back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was. He. 
he was he's reticent to make contact, and they're playing. I almost I said next week. I meant next year. Next year they're playing tackle, and it, it's making me hesitant to. I want Axel to enjoy football. I don't want him to quit before he actually really gets a chance to to get the enjoyment because I worry that tackling and things like that before their balls even drop isn't going to have the desired effect that I want. <laughs> I, that's a, that's I know that's a that's a rough way of putting it. Like real quick, did you ever try to play tackle football with your buddies like in high school without pads? Yeah, every day, every day. How crazy is that? It was. It was nuts. My but, kids still do it down at down at the park. It's, it's crazy. What people say though is true. You you it, you kind of have a natural way of protecting yourself. You do. But there's a because you do kind of okay. We're gonna form fit here. Very rarely we, is there a car crash. We've had a high school rugby program for like five or six years. They've done very well. They've won like three yeah. state championships yeah. in the last decade. But they are now starting at the youth level. A rugby program. Oh in my town god! Where because it's teaching, and I I've coached these little ones now. Like my first class are now freshmen. Game. I actually do. Yeah. I don't tough. know the rules. It takes it, it takes a it's minute fun. once you learn the rules. It's pretty it's pretty cool once you know the rules. It's exhausting. But. It looks exhausting. We did. I scored a touchdown, and I did. Well, that's the, why I, you have a big Molson afterwards. <laughs> we played for the Canton Mad Dogs the year after we graduated high school. <laughs> the oil a, cans. I scored a try, and we did what they called like a Zulu run. You just run around the field, yeah. ass naked. Yeah, absolutely. You got your you got your finger dangling between your legs. <laughs> you run around, and then they let us drink beer. I was nineteen. All the other guys were there. They were there with their wives and I kids. I don't know their if wives, they, I thought their wives would be appalled. I was don't so know if Avon Lake Youth Rugby will be doing that or yeah. not. I can't <laughs> you, speak to you that. You have to check the, uh, the their CBA. I was part of it. Like I'm with I'm there with like 40 year old dudes, and it's oh, me and my yeah. buddies, and we're in high school or we're just out of high school. I'm like Zulu run, you guys scored your first try. Zulu run, ass naked, running around the field, <laughs> and I'm like. The kids are, yeah, they don't care. Your wives are, they didn't care. They had no. all been there. And I ain't showing them nothing they ain't never seen. That was effort indoctrination. That was crazy. But it, you know what? It made us closer. It made us more comfortable. But am I wrong for that fear? No, I understand it. And I've had buddies that played Division three football, so they stuck with it. Uh, got got up to Carroll, got up to whatever to play D3. And so they love football. I mean, to play D3, you got to love it. You got to absolutely love oh, yeah. it because you're not going out under the lights. We talked Steve, about that. Paying uh, for it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Our buddy Steve. And you're yeah. going to practice. Yeah. Oh, Played at Muskingum. My God. Yeah, musky, when, yeah. When you're going there and you're losing week after week, you got to love football. You got to love belonging to a team. Steve. I remember the one time when Steve was in the uh, Steve was in the hallway and we were talking about it. I stood Dustin next to Steve. I go, that guy played corner uh-huh. for Ohio State. This one played <laughs> linebacker. And Steve is so much smaller than Dustin. Yeah. Dustin's like six one, and Steve's this little guy. Yeah, I feel like uh, Steve could hold his own. Oh, Steve's a tough and guy. Some physicality. Oh, I feel like he could I'd hold his own. I take him to a bar fight with. Oh, him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. saw him on stage. Yeah. We saw him on stage no, at Steve, the. Uh, Steve, yeah, Steve will. Steve he will had to go toe to toe with some drunk fans yeah, who were just no problem him, just so. trying to come up and say hello. <laughs> I, I just want <laughs> my buddy's I dad. I don't want them to quit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I understand it. But I was going to say is my buddies who love football and did all that. Uh, they have big time reservations about football. And I know it's the the weakening of our soft society that we don't want to play. But there's alternatives now. And there's just other things that kids actually like. Kids love soccer. Kids did not love soccer when I was younger. They did not love it the way lacrosse. Lacrosse is something kids are starting to love. We've talked about how third grade football really turned my oldest son. He was, 
I was really worried that uh, he was going to be very soft as yeah. he got older, and it really turned. And he's the one now that lifts every he's day. A powerhouse, yeah. Does not does not wear a t shirt anywhere because he's got abs and all that, right? So that's right. He, uh, but at that time, I was like, oh boy, I don't know. So even that Owen's first so year, proud. He's he so dude, proud. He is the gushing. exact opposite. But so my that kid, not a great athlete, but works his butt off. Yeah, and so he's made it become that but i have other kids great athletes they don't care mm-hmm. they aren't trying right but but it was it's really the oldest son i think he kind of set the precedent for oh we're, we all play football now it had he i didn't want him to play in third grade i didn't want him to play tackle because i didn't want him to not like it yeah as much as i like it right so now as i've been coaching and i'm on my third third and fourth grade team now I my whole goal is no longer I don't care about winning right now. Like winning helps the boys stay around, but if they all are under the weight limit to carry the football, they are carrying the football. I don't care if they're good at it or not. Oh, that's cool because that's the thing that keeps them. Because they're not going to want to play, and that's what yeah, they're not going to play. If they, they don't, don't, get don't that. remember. Like I have talked to I talked to Wyatt, the middle one who I coached last year, and I'm like, and that kid had some great runs, and I'm like. Do you remember we got trounced by this other team in town? And he was like, I don't remember that, but I do remember when I had the big touchdown run. I'm like, okay. Like, that's all they care about. Yeah. And then they can tell me every snack they ever ate after every game. They can tell you. So that keeps them around. Yeah. That's, a, that's a really good mentality. I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you've uh, come I'm up with this game plan. I'm impressed by myself. For doing this, I also have gotten kicked out of those same games. So. Oh, I love See, that. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did talk to my and my buddy is I've known my buddy since I was in ninth grade, and you know I couldn't wait to play football. We played football. We, you could start playing football in fourth grade when I was a kid. Yeah, and I couldn't wait. I mean, I was when I was in second grade, all I wanted to do was. But was that because did you have so? You're an only child, but did you have friends whose older brothers played? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we've I've made it a point oh, yeah. so for my team, we on Friday nights we do a big thing in town where they go over and they form the tunnel for the varsity to run out. Like we almost do it. We basically tailgate the high school games the my younger kids do, and I tell the parents, like, that's what we're doing on Fridays for practice. We'll do a little quick walkthrough, you wear your jersey, and then somebody buy pizza or bring hot dogs or whatever, and we'll do that. And it's made it to where like it's this whole Friday night mentality of like I've got to I don't want to miss out on that. The only kid that didn't come back, we had six third graders last year, now fourth graders. The only kid that didn't come back was the only kid that didn't go do all that stuff with us last year because I don't know if his family just didn't want him to or whatever. But well, he's the only one that didn't make it back. All the other ones, they weren't great, but they love but, it. But right th- now. think about the parents that right now have these kids at this age that can participate. In that, in the NFL, I mean, in football, they all they heard for a decade was yeah. about CTE. Yes, that's You're all right. they heard. So the moms heard about You're that. Right. The dads, not that, not that it's only moms a, that can have. I have a good buddy whose friend. son's in fourth grade who he comes to wrestling practice. He does not wrestle in the actual competitive oh. events. He does not play tackle. We we actually kept a flag football team around third and fourth grade, and they play against Ridgeville and Westlake and all those West Side suburb communities. And they, he's like, my son's just not ready for it. He's not, he hasn't expressed an interest. So he goes, I'm not going to push him. He's my only son. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to waste the opportunity. It'll come when it comes. I want him to love football. Now I, I, cause I know I've never been good 
and anybody who knew me in high school, I, I didn't even know the plays. And for, for whatever reason, I've always wanted to be because I, I I could I could not remember them. And by the time I remembered them, I was a senior. Yeah, it was too late. It's too late. It clicked for me. It really did because I spent too much time. And I don't want to. I, I know we're talking about my kid and kids in general here. I don't want to turn it into something with me, but I can only share my own experience. Owen's right because I when I was in when I was in tenth grade, you went up and you started playing with the big boys. And for whatever reason, something's different where. They were like grown men. Like dude, we, they were though. They yeah. had mustaches yeah, my, and drove yeah. cars. This right? dude, Todd Grace, was you did not mess with that. He was the one guy named Todd that I've ever known that you are not messing with that dude. He was a man, and he, thank God he was nice to me. And him and my him and his buddy Sean, they were both nice to me, and they were dudes. They're like iron workers now, like men. They were grown men yeah. at seventeen years old already. And they were raised by iron workers who were hard men already. Tough dudes. And it was just, just survive. So I wasn't paying attention to plays. I was just trying to survive. I knew I was going to play. I was in that mindset. I ended up breaking my leg. And I didn't get the plays. Thank God for my buddy Dan McLaughlin. I started getting the plays when I was a senior. And it's exactly what Owen said. By that time, it was too late. It was too late. Mm. And I think about that all the time because I love football. I could sit there... I know I'm a loudmouth and a know-it-all, but I will sit there and listen to a football coach and not say a word and just listen to them and, and hear them and take it all in. And I love the game. And if it weren't for this, my backup plan, quote-unquote, it was to be a teacher, which is a terrible reason to be a teacher, but it was really because I wanted to be a football coach. You weren't alone, same, though. A lot of people. Thing, yeah. I, want, I wanted my son to love the game. I know that he's got to have his own journey, and I need to accept that. But I want to give him a, ch- a fighting chance because I know I saw it so many times even when we were kids. And I was talking with my buddy yesterday on the way home from TV yesterday. and Because he he was willing to call me out on it. And Lyman and I both know him pretty well now. And he goes, you played football in, we used to have Perry Youth Football. I used to call it something else. can't say that word anymore. Uh, Perry Youth Football. And I was really, really good because I was a bigger kid than mm-hmm. all the other ones. It didn't help me get ready for high school football. It didn't. It didn't make me a better mm-hmm. high school football player. I was just a biggest sissy as a lot of ones were. And now I look back on it and I go, I know a lot of kids who they got burnout on it because their dads wanted them to play. We had a couple kids who were really good athletes. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, I'm going to play basketball. F this. And I don't want them to do that. So I'm a little bit like, I know next year they're putting on pads. And I'm like, I'm not really... Axel has this moment where he wants to cry basically every day. And I'm like, get your ass back out here. We're not doing this injury a day stuff. But his neighbor, our neighbor, I'm telling you, that kid is a good athlete, a good little athlete. And he's hesitant to make physical contact but with anybody in flight. That's every second grade. I though. know, but I'm, I don't want him to go out there so, advice, and put on pads, get hit, and never want to play just, again. Just from personal experience, the only way that you can – you can make him love football is by not making him love football, by just showing him how much you love football, right? Yeah. And it's by, by you know, the the little things like we used to do. Caden would play, and he was playing running back, and I was like, you know what? Before a game, I go, let's watch this Christian Okoye video. Let's watch this Mike Allstop video. Like, yeah. look, at, and he goes, he goes, those, those, you like those guys? I'm like, yeah, they were good. I liked them. They're running backs. You're playing running but this is my favorite. And then I bring out Derek Thomas and I bring out Bruce Smith. Yeah. And like, then we started, started getting a real education for the game. And then really the biggest thing for him out of everything, he played Madden. He played Madden. He, he found Travis Kelsey. He wanted to become Travis Kelsey. Like that was his thing, right? 
Yeah. And that's where they start to really like form that bond with it. But the more you go, if you don't get out there and take 500 snaps right now at this age, now I do it. The oldest one's now in eighth grade. And I go, Hey, if you want to keep your spot, you probably ought to get out there and uh, mm-hmm. practice it a little bit. But mm-hmm. at this age, forcing it on them, I think only drives them further away from it. Mm-hmm. Just show your kid, uh, show Axel, Justin Tucker, show him Kate York, show him, uh, Fouad Revez, and it'd be good to go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 